0: Mac and Schmitty in the morning on West Michigan's Christmas station. Star 105.7. Oh, good morning, Schmitty.
1: Happy Monday. It is a
0: happy, happy Monday. It really is uh, for two reasons. One, I'll just go ahead and say it. Congratulations to your Bears. Beating the living crud out of the Lions yesterday. I was just being very
1: subtle. I did was wear my sweatshirt today. <laughs> I wasn't going to say a word. She's I silently trolling her way through I the I feel office for this all morning. of the Lions fans that went because that was. Yeah. It's probably pretty bad. I did not think the Bears were going to win. And all of a sudden, I was like, oh my gosh, we're like doing really, really incredibly well. well.
0: You know, when your team keeps on giving the Bears the ball on like the 25 yeah. yard line over and over again, yeah. it's not going to work out too well. But uh, I digress. That's not why today is such a great day. Today's a great day just because, man, it feels so good. I feel so much lighter, I'll be honest with you, now that this has passed and we were able to get where we did. But another new record for our Radiothon for the Helen DeVos Children's Hospital, West Michigan. You guys are incredible. (sighs)
1: $601,374.
0: My kids keep on loving to say that. uh, And one, because my... My dad and some relatives were here this weekend, and they're like, well, how did it go? And I was like, it was amazing. We got a 600, over $600,000, and my son and my daughter are going, $601,000.
1: Yeah, it was incredible. And uh, I can tell you firsthand, the people at the hospital are so thrilled because I got such a lovely text message from one of my best friends who is a PICU nurse over there yesterday that said, hey, just so you know, I've been here all weekend, and everybody is talking about how amazing our community is and how much- They are so just grateful to be living here. So please know that if you gave, if you listened, if you hung in there with us, we appreciate it. And so does everyone over there because they're so overjoyed.
0: Yeah, it was an unbelievably beautiful thing to be a part of. Gigantic thank you to all the partners, all of the people working behind the scenes, uh, all of those miracle families, uh, including yourself, Smitty, sharing your story is always super impactful And really appreciate it. And most of all, of course, we thank you guys who listened, who opened your wallets, opened your hearts for those kids. A
1: great couple days. Movies, music, and all the gossip in one place.
0: It's the Celebrity Scoop on Star 105.7.
1: Well, sad news from the Honey Boo Boo family as one of their own has passed away. Mama June's oldest daughter, Anna Chickadee Cardwell, a lot of people who watched both toddlers and tiaras as well as Honey Boo Boo would know the oldest of the kids passing away after a very difficult battle with cancer. Mama June posting a video to her Instagram to let fans know she was surrounded by family.
0: Anna passed away peacefully in my home at 11.12 last night, actually at 11 o'clock, but she was pronounced at 11.12 p.m. last night. She died peacefully in my home with her sisters, with myself, with Justin Eldridge and her children and other family
1: members. This was Saturday night, passing due to complications from a stage four adrenal carcinoma, which had been previously described as terminal. Lots of memorials coming in, including her sister, Honey Boo Boo. Seeing I really don't know what to say. My heart is completely broken, according to Alana. Anna was a fighter and still is. Lord, please wrap your arms around her two babies and her family as the next couple of days will make this all a very difficult reality. She was only 29.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, regardless of how you felt about, you know, the... Honey Boo Boo series or any of that kind of stuff. We're talking about a 29-year-old Mother of two. Yeah, Yeah. who's diagnosed and gone in less than a year.
1: Amanda Bynes back in the spotlight after years of being away launching a new media venture. I told you about this a couple months ago. Her podcast has officially launched. The very first episode dropped on Saturday. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Amanda Bynes and Paul Szymanski, the podcast. Today, we are welcoming Dahlia Moth on our show. It's an L.A.-based tattoo artist that they are both very, very close to. So when describing what the podcast would be, she said, like kind of a mix of lots of different things. She definitely wants a pulp culture side of things. She wants to showcase things happening around her locally and does expect to go into more about her battles with her mental health but more so she just wanted a great outlet to be creative and she's very close with this friend paul so they're really excited about this that first episode about 26 minutes
0: yeah and it's about tattoos he's a tattoo artist so she talked about face tattoos and how people don't seem to really care that uh anyone's getting them now but when she got her heart on her face everyone flipped out
1: mm. finally beyonce saw quite a fall from that number one spot in the box office over the weekend, 77% decline. She went from number one to number five, a massive drop-off for her concert film. She was behind a handful of movies that have also been in theaters for a while already. The Boy and the Heron, Renaissance only making about $5 million domestically over the weekend. So a lot of fans really surprised by that.
0: I mean, it's tough, but I th- I think it's weird for any artist who's trying to fi- follow Taylor and the whole era's tour, just insanity that went down with that. Because I feel like this is more on brand with typical concert films.
1: I, I thought Beyonce would have done great. I, yeah. I mean, when people were talking about Taylor's film and then we knew we were getting a Beyonce one, they're like, hey, get ready for the rest of the year to be dominated by these two women. But bigger films, Hunger Games, Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, and the new Godzilla movie taken over. Got all your celeb scoop for you, westmichiganstar.com.
0: Crunch time here for Santa Claus Many just 14 days till the big day.
1: So 13 sleeps, that's how my kids count it down. That's
0: how they count it yeah. down there. We don't but go by
1: days, we go because we gotta wake up and get ready for the big guy to make it.
0: Well, I'm a little frustrated at a fellow parent. That fellow parent is my own. Uh, my own parent, my father. <laughs> he uh, he was here this weekend. My sister, I, I talked about it on Friday during Radiothon. My sister just welcomed a baby girl mm-hmm. on Friday. Super excited. So he was here and, you know, helping out. And he was with my kids on Saturday when my wife and I were visiting my sister there at the hospital. And so he decided he would take them out, go have a little fun. And they went out to lunch. It's super cute. And then what else did he decide to do? He decided to go to the pet store, Schmitty. Oh. Uh,
1: you looped him in on the, the journey that you've had with the live animals?
0: So, sort of. This is where it gets weird. Like, my daughter wants to be a veterinarian when she gets older. So, she's very in into animals. And I love that. I want to encourage that. That being said, I don't want any more living animals in my house. Especially not things that are close to rodents, as I already have to hamsters. Uh, what have I heard nonstop since Saturday afternoon when my dad took them to... Chow out. We want a ferret.
1: Oh, because it was a guinea pig at one point.
0: It was a Well, and then that led to the hamsters. And I said, shorter lifespan than guinea pigs. Much smaller. Let's go with this. So now they want a ferret. Holy cow, Schmitty. They both got in there and they were able to play with the ferret and Mm -hmm. all this stuff. And up until this point in time, my daughter has been asking for a fertilized chicken egg. Because she wants to grow have chickens on her our, our property. And that's obviously not happening. I don't think I'm just blaming my neighbors for that one. Real easy scapegoats. But ferret. My dad is in there. And I'm like, guys, obviously we're not getting a ferret. They're smelly. We've already got the hamsters. You don't clean those cages enough. Here's my father going, ah, it didn't seem like it'd be too bad, John.
1: Yeah. Oh, you yeah. know. you. That's
0: could, what grandparents you guys do. Could probably
1: this man. <laughs> This man You would never have been allowed to
0: get one. The, but the grandkids We were never even allowed to keep our dogs inside. I we know. lived in Michigan and like we had this like thermal insulated doghouse why? Because my father insisted. I mean 20, 30 years ago everybody kept their dogs outside like all the time. And our dog was never allowed in the house yeah. unless it was below freezing. That was the only time our dog was ever allowed to come inside. And it was because of my father. My father would throw a conniption. And here he is milking me to get my kids a ferret.
1: Be really in my careful. Home. One of my former co-workers, his boys have two ferrets. <laughs> and uh he'd be the <laughs> first to tell you it was not something he would ever do again. I there's not even a chance, and like
0: I'm just sitting They're here. Cute. Baffled as I'm like death staring at my dad going, what are you doing, bro? I'm like, you know I'm not getting these kids a ferret for Christmas. Santa has already said, no live animals in the sleigh. That's yeah. a fair thing right there. And I'm just, I'm I'm so beside myself as to why this man thinks that now is the time oh. that he should be encouraging children to have animals in their home.
1: This is what I love about Chowhound, though. We go there all the time. That's yeah. where we shop for our dogs. And I tell my kids, I'm like, that's what Chowhound is here to do. Like, You can visit the animals. They don't have to come home with us. This is their home. Uh, This is their home. You can see the kittens and you can see the ferrets, the birds. They love the birds, but they live at Chowhound, and that's what we love.
0: My kids will Mm -hmm. name them when they go visit them, and then they'll be like, hey, can we swing on by to go see if Reggie's still there? I just want to know whether he found a great home, Dad. They did.
1: They'll, at <laughs> Showhound, <home>. Not ours.
0: <laughs> I asked what the most ridiculous Christmas present your kids are asking for online. There are some good ones here. Uh, Polaris RZR. Uh, only about $18,000. That's all. Uh, my favorite, though, might be Brandy Rutledge.
1: Bagpipes. Her child wants bagpipes. Brandy, do it. I'm if sorry. you've never seen the Friends episode where Ross learns how to play bagpipes for the wedding, <laughs> my dear, it is going to be so worth it to have that gift <sighs> under the tree.
0: Uh, finally, I think this is the one that we all want. Don Ritter said Lion's Super Bowl. You know what i think you should get that for your child i would really appreciate it if you could just get that lion's super bowl wrap
1: it up nice
0: in a bow good luck after
1: that showing yesterday oh
0: don't give it to me what is the ridiculous christmas gift your kids are asking for this year from santa claus 616-458-1057 sometimes i get a good feeling Let's jump into some positivity to get this Monday off to a great start for you. It's Mac and Schmidty on Star 105.7. Feeling good right now. And this is pretty cool. It's almost like an Oprah moment in a third grade classroom in Sunnyside Elementary School uh, down south. This is pretty cool. They were tasked with reading a book. All these third graders of the entire school were tasked with reading Think Big, Work Hard, Be Kind, No Excuses, and then expressing their thoughts through an essay for a chance to win one of three super cool mountain bikes that were up for grabs. London Anderson, uh, she shared her aspirations of becoming a WNBA player, and she actually had the first winning essay. Then the other two essays uh, were highlighted and read aloud and then given those bicycles and all the kids you know a little bit disappointed that maybe their essays didn't win well that was about to turn on a dime because they didn't know it but there was a group of 60 volunteers hanging outside in the hallway while these students were listening to their classmates essays parents came in different community members the mascot for the school and that's when the assistant principal took the microphone, Schmitty, and had this to tell every single third grader in the school.
1: Everybody, get the bike! It's just a small token of them working hard this fall, writing papers, and you know, reading a book about character and, and learning. And they get to reap the rewards of their work.
0: Yeah, that's right. Every single one of them got a bike. The volunteers from Old Fayetteville Insurance walked in, rolling with 60 bicycles, one for every third grader in the school, getting those Christmas surprises, uh, all for doing some hard work, reading, and, you know, it paid off big time.
1: I mean, a new bike for third graders, pretty much the bee's knees. All right, this buzzer beater we got to talk about is pretty incredible. The Coopersville Broncos taking on the Grandville Bulldogs. But the buzzer beater is what it was all about because it's who sunk that shot that had everybody going absolutely wild. It was Ty Vandenbrink. Check this out. Pretty phenomenal, especially considering the Coopersville 8th grader has a very rare bone disorder that makes something like shooting a basket extremely difficult. This is amazing. Vandenbrink explains that he has multiple epithesial dysplasia. It is a bone disorder that according to Vandenbrink, your bones just don't grow as much. It's something his older brother has as well as his dad, but that has never slowed Ty down. In fact, he's gone through quite a bit before graduating this past spring from yet another surgery He had undergone nine surgeries related to the disorder, many of them done to lengthen his arms and legs, months and months of recovery after each and every surgery. But according to dad, Ty still works hard because that's what it is. He tells Fox 17, the effort has to be the same. The outcome might not always be the same, but I never let them slack off. In fact, Ty made the seventh grade basketball team despite cuts being made. The coaches were so overwhelmed by how hard he works. They were like, of course we need this kid on our team. And that came all to fruition on Wednesday. According to Ty, back in the spring, he actually spent three months in a Florida hospital after a leg lengthening surgery. He couldn't even walk. Look at him now. Yeah, May, I could hardly walk. And now I can run down the court it's just fun to be on the team just because you get put through tough times doesn't mean you can't come back from it boom from the Uh, mouth of a seventh grader it's pretty powerful i'm gonna go ahead and put that up on our instagram at west michigan star
0: man that is beautiful because you know i'm sure just months ago sitting in that bed the idea of hitting you know a last second shot like that was probably the furthest thing from his mind
1: actually i don't think so if you listen to ty i bet he was like Boy, I can't wait to go out there and win every single game because he's just that incredible. (laughs)
0: Super cool. I Feeling Good comes at you twice a day. Always here to highlight something amazing going on out in our world. There's plenty out there when you're looking for it. We'll do it again today at 9.20 here on Star.
1: Movies, music, and all the gossip in one place.
0: It's the Celebrity Scoop on Star 105.7.
1: What a Christmas surprise over the weekend. Mariah Carey's Christmas tour made a stop in New York at Madison Square Garden, when she promised the audience an unexpected yet amazing treat. She then called for her Christmas angels to join her on stage. None other than Ariana Grande and Jennifer Hudson showed up to perform Oh Santa with her. was so fun. Now, the 3 of them recorded a version of Osana back in 2020, but we hadn't seen them perform it together like this since. The audience went absolutely wild for it, not to mention how absolutely stunning they looked in their Christmas outfits. Talk about
0: 3 incredible voices, by I the know. way, too. Wish ridiculous. I'd been there. yeah.
1: Sia is admitting to fans once again, she has undergone further cosmetic surgery. In a new Instagram post that came yesterday, the singer speaks very candidly about her recent weight gain due to medication and wanting to be honest with her fans so she, quote, doesn't contribute to the system that tells us we aren't enough. She starts out by saying, I'm insecure like most people. Being in the public eye gives me anxiety. So I've made the choice to alter my appearance for my own confidence issues. She then goes on to say, I also want to admit I had to take a medication that made me put on a lot of weight that I just can't shift with exercise or thyroid meds. So I went in for lipo today. She posted, please know I'm so lucky to have the resources to change the way I look. And that when you see me looking crazy foxy again, I want you to know it did not come from diet and exercise. I want to be very, very open with you. This is just a couple months after she was at that award ceremony and talked about getting that facelift.
0: You know, it's interesting that someone who covers their face, it wouldn't surprise you to know that they're a bit insecure mm-hmm. about their looks or whatever with it, but to be, you know, just so forthright with just saying, uh, no, I'm going to get some lipo. I'm feeling not my best self and I want to I take like, care of this. I like but it's it not better.
1: I like it better that she's like, when you see me look good, Right. Don't put pressure on yourself. I'm paying a lot of money for professionals to have that done. I think that's what most of y'all in Hollywood are doing. Finally, Derek Huff. This is very scary news. His wife, Haley, is recovering after having brain surgery. But he admits it's going to take quite a while for her to be back to 100% again. A message posted to the Dancing with the Stars judge's Instagram gave an update. He said, at the end of last night's tour performance in D.C., this is last Thursday, my wife Haley became disoriented and was taken to the hospital. She was diagnosed with a cranial hematoma from a burst blood vessel and required an emergency craniectomy. She is in stable condition. He wants to thank first responders and medical personnel who have cared for her and continue to care for her, asking for prayers and positivity during this time. He said he's been blown away by her will and strength, but it has been an absolutely insane 72 hours. He did thank others, said so many offers of assistance have poured in that have been so humbling and appreciated, and once she is on the mend and they are back home resting, his hope is that they as a family can somehow figure out a way to pay that forward.
0: Man, how terrifying. Yeah, I
1: mean, absolutely terrifying. All of your celeb scoop at westmichiganstar.com. Santa is Kevin for wanted Schmitty.
0: What did we say earlier? 13
1: sleeps? 13 sleeps, 13 yep.
0: sleeps till the big day.
1: Yeah, and you know what? If you're one of those kids that... You just want to make absolutely positive you're on the nice list. You've got a pretty decent list of things that you need. Maybe you need to do what this little boy did. So Saturday night I was out with my wonderful friends at MKD. They hosted this big Santa event. They had Santa and Mrs. Claus, reindeer, cocoa, s'mores. They had a big Christmas train. It was a lot of fun. And so I popped inside to grab some hot cocoa, which is where Santa happened to be. Mm-hmm. And I saw this little boy getting ready who's in line. He looked very, very focused. He got up to Santa and he sat on the lap, you know, and he gave gave his list and all of his things. And then I saw him, he was in line too behind me to get his hot chocolate and he was talking to his mom. I heard him go, okay, it's another one off the list. And she kind of giggled and I, she saw me kind of catch her eye. She goes, oh, I got to tell you what he does. This kid, who is seven years old, makes sure that he travels to every single place that Santa is at in West Michigan. That's awesome. He goes online. She goes, <laughs> it started last year. He just figured, why only see Santa once if I can make sure I get my message through multiple times. She goes, he had heard about this, so we came out here. She said, we've been to the Frederick Meyer Gardens. We've gone to the Chris Kindle market. She said, there's been a couple of times we've gone to the Santa parades. We were at the one in Grand Rapids where they had free pictures with Santa. Yeah. We made sure they had like the Kentwood, Wyoming one over the weekend. She goes, It kills me because like I'm gonna say no. I mean, it's not a it's not a bad idea. But this kid has seen Santa like 27 times.
0: First off, I hope that they got a picture each and every time, because that would make for an I awesome mean, Christmas card.
1: I this is the greatest Santa hack in the whole wide world. Two, I, I got to
0: introduce this kid to our sales manager, Schmitty, because it's a numbers game out there, okay? You just put yourself out in front of all Apparently. the Santas. You are bound to wind up on the nice list, and with all those helpers getting the word back to it, pretty sure Santa knows you're not messing around this
1: year. I night. just was absolutely floored, and it was the greatest thing I could possibly hear. And he's beaming. He's so proud of this. And I was like, well, it's only like halfway through the month. He goes, oh, I have a lot more stops. <laughs> like I, he has, and his mom was like, he's got a list. She goes, you know, he, does, he Googles around. He loves going to these things. It's always fun. You know, they've got fun things happening. She said, but yeah, we just kind of pack up in the minivan and we go and make sure that we're going to be able to see Santa and he's going to know exactly what we need. Yeah. And then we're standing there and I still don't know who this gentleman was. If he was a grandpa or an uncle or something but he also like was not santa but looked like santa had a white beard white hair so he gets in line behind this little boy for hot cocoa and this guy this kid turns around and he goes Boy, do I have to talk to you about something? And just like, like he's like, I don't know. Maybe he is just one of Santa's helpers that happens to look like Santa. But I am not going to miss my opportunity to make sure they know exactly how good I've been at the top things on my list.
0: Excuse me, sir, but I know Santa's helpers when I see one, and obviously you've got a direct oh line my to the big
1: guy. I honestly, I was standing there, I looked at him, I said. Buddy, you are absolutely brilliant, and I'm kind of questioning myself as a parent that I haven't passed down this kind of knowledge to my kids.
0: I know. My kids, uh, they're out there putting out (laughs) carrots to feed the reindeer, thinking that that's going to get them on the nice list right at the very end of things there. Yeah, no, you got to be hitting
1: up like an experiencegr.com or something, (laughs) get the list going, and then hit every time Santa's going to be somewhere, because by now... There is no doubt. He knows exactly who Brody is.
0: Well played, Brody. Well played. Very excited. I know. So
1: I hope I didn't give away all your magic, Brody. I just, I felt (laughs) like that needed to be given out to the public because it's a really, really good idea. And I personally applaud the effort. (laughs) The human torch was denied a bank loan.
0: Headlines get your headlines. All right, everybody. let's dive into the most useless news of the week. It is a fresh batch of this week's... headline.
1: It just makes you feel good. I'm not even going to lie. A woman who threw a burrito at a Chipotle employee sentenced to 20 hours a week in fast food.
0: (laughs) wait, wait, wait. wait, That's right.
1: You now have to go and work 20 hours a week in that restaurant so you can see what it's like to be in food service because I think... Every human being should have to work in food service at least once in their life.
0: One person's job is another person's jail, I guess. Headline. grilled ice cubes is China's latest street food fad. Yes, they're taking ice, cube, ice cubes, seasoning them, with, or seasoning them with things like oil, chili powder, scallions, coriander, and other things, and then selling them for two bucks a pop.
1: Well, how are they grilled?
0: They hold them over heat, put the high, put the uh, spices on them, and then serve them to people. I mean, I think it's the stupidest thing ever. As I sip, I paid
1: more for less. I was like, I paid more drinking for drinking a
0: three dollars smart water.
1: Headline: Kiss has announced plans to tour with digital avatars after they retire. Yep. So if you were bummed because you hear that this farewell tour is going on, don't worry. The holograms are coming.
0: Headline. Florida woman accused of setting Tinder date's car on fire. Yeah. Yeah, this is a a good one. So they went ahead and went out on a date together when she apparently asked him for money to fix her car. He said no. And that's when she decided she would light his car on fire.
1: Well, that's not great, because now he definitely doesn't have money to fix your car, honey. <laughs> He's going to fix his own. Headline. Uh Did you see the Santa School in Midland, Michigan has gone viral? They have things like the proper way to be Santa, how to treat Mrs. Claus, and your current Santa attire. Oh, wow. 300 students are enrolled every year <laughs> learning how to be one of Santa's helpers, and I'm signing up headline
0: Schmidtie, woman brings gun into MRI is shot in butt yeah a 57 year old woman snuck a gun into an MRI machine for medical testing and then the uh machine's magnetic field actually set the gun off and she was shot in the behind
1: why would you why would you do that I have no oh.
0: idea but you know what they say bad choices come back to bite you in the butt this one's literally headline that's this week's headlines. You see any good ones out there? Go ahead and send them our way online at West Michigan Star.
1: Movies, music, and all the gossip in one place.
0: It's the Celebrity Scoop on Star 105.7.
1: Well, another Sunday spent in a stadium as. Taylor Swift returned to Arrowhead watching the Kansas City Chiefs take on the Buffalo Bills yesterday. Yes, of course, Travis Kelsey on hand in a very controversial loss for the Chiefs, but it's what announcer and former NFL star Tony Romo said during one of Kelsey's amazing catches.
0: As you see Kelsey's wife, Taylor Swift, in the audience. I'm sorry, girlfriend. Not yet.
1: What? (laughs) What? Not yet. Not yet. Yeah. The video is everywhere this morning with some people even saying, listen, Tony Romo tends to kind of see the future when it comes to things. (laughs) So did he just call this out here? I mean, no word, obviously, from Taylor or Travis. She was definitely the comforting girlfriend, though, as that wild loss for them on a penalty that could have won them the game.
0: Yeah, it was interesting. I actually thought this was going to be more about Tony Romo understanding exactly what it's like when you bring your girlfriend to games and then you start losing, because that's what happened to him with Jessica Simpson back in the day. No,
1: instead he just wants to call Taylor Swift Travis's wife, and everybody was like, oh. Britney Spears is talking very openly about realizing how to be single for the first time in a long time. Opening up on Instagram four months after the official end of her marriage to Sam Asghari. She writes, it's so weird being single. I've had a lot of time to really look back with all the good and bad. And I've realized I don't talk to myself that nicely at all. I'm easily manipulated and I wear my heart on my sleeve. So I am definitely changing all of that. She intends to really take stock of herself, how she's living her life, and to reevaluate not just herself, but everyone and everything around me, and ask the question, is this good for me? This comes on the heels of reports that she is planning to spend Christmas with her mom.
0: I mean, these are the most uh, lucid and fantastic words that we've heard Britney Spears say in quite a while, I feel like. She I mean, we
1: hope that she is doing that because I think it is important for anyone to look around and say, Is this good for me? And if it's not, get out of that. Finally, Matt Lauer back on the radar. The now disgraced former Today Show host was out over the weekend even making nice with Savannah Guthrie. So apparently Jennifer Long, a longtime Today Show producer, got married. Big New York City lavish ceremony. And just before the bride came out, witnesses say Savannah actually walked up to Matt, gave him a hug, kiss on the cheek. The two even chatted for a couple of minutes and looked very, very friendly. As for some of the other Today people that were there, they gave him a hello. Nothing was too icy, but it's fascinating that it's been six Years since he left today. And at least according to most people, he said absolutely no contact with Savannah since his exit.
0: I mean, I'm sure even if there was, she would not want people to know about it. But at the same time, you know, America loves a comeback story. Could you see Matt Lauer ever coming back to television, Smitty. No, No, not not
1: considering a lot of the allocations and things that were found. I don't think so. All of your celeb scoop at westmichiganstar.com.
0: It is time to battle. Let's throw down and get you out to LMCU Ballpark, the Christmas light show this year. By the way, haven't been yet. Tons of new stuff, over 2 million lights and a whole lot of Christmas fun.
1: Yeah, the light tunnel. Oh my gosh, I keep hearing from Will's friends that have gone, the new light tunnel. You get today's number one answer, we'll have a car pass for the entire family to check it out. 100 women surveyed, besides Scrooge, name a character from Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol, which I could not do because... In all honesty, I am a Muppet Christmas Carol person myself. So all I could tell you is that I love the Mises that have no cheeses.
0: I actually played oh. Ebenezer Scrooge in a high school uh, play of a Christmas Carol, and my friends heckled, uh, like heckled me from the audience because I was there in a nightgown dress is a very sounds old sounds about guy. right yeah all
1: right 100 women surveyed besides Scrooge name a character from Charles Dickens A Christmas Carol 616-458-1057 caller seven, first chance at the number one character and you could be going to a Christmas light show at LMCU DePaul Park
0: Morning, Star. Who's this? Jenna. Jenna, where are you calling from today? Zealand. All right, Jenna. Let's see. Uh, are you pretty familiar with Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol? Yeah. All right. Well, then, hopefully, you are going to be scoring this light pass. You got to tell me. hundred women were asked to name a character from a Christmas character uh, from a Christmas Carol, not Ebenezer Scrooge. What are you going to go with, Jenna?
1: Tiny Tim.
0: You are going Tiny Tim. Yes. Yeah. You know what? He's. We're all sitting around. You could have went with, uh, what was it? We got Bob Marley. Bob Marley. We got Jacob Marley. <laughs> Bob Marley's in a very different kind of Christmas carol, but that one sounds pretty awesome, too. Uh, you've yeah. got the ghosts of Christmas past and present and future, all of the above, but you know what? Everybody waits for Tiny Tim to shout, Merry Christmas to everyone at the end of a Christmas carol. And that's why it's the top answer. Jenna, congratulations. Oh, my God. And it's my birthday, too, today. Hey, congratulations. That's even better. It was meant to be then. <laughs>
1: Thank you.
0: I love it. Happy birthday. Merry Christmas. We're rolling it all into one. You are going to check out the Christmas light show there at LMCU ballpark, Jenna. Thank you so much. For the rest of the day, I'm just going to be thinking about what a Christmas carol would be like if it were Bob Marley instead of Jacob uh, Marley. Arley. I'm not going to get that yeah, out of my head. That's a very Rastafarian Christmas. Uh, congratulations, Jenna. And we will do it again tomorrow. Another chance to win. Battle of the Sexes 815 here on Star.
1: Christmas, Luna. Oh, I get a good feeling.
0: All right, let's get your week off to a great start. Getting things started in a positive way with feeling good right now on Star Five Point Seven.
1: So country music star Jelly Roll is just on an absolute skyrocket of success And it's so deserved. This guy is incredible. If you know a bit about his background, he was formerly incarcerated. He has found God, it has been at the forefront of his work. And last week we had him as part of our iHeartRadio Jingle Ball in Detroit. He was at Little Caesars Arena as part of the lineup. But it's what he did behind the scenes that I really wanted to showcase. He stopped by the Genesee County Jail to recognize inmates who are graduating from something called the Ignite program. So this program is expanding across the country. It aims to provide jail inmates with education so they can obtain a job after their release. And as research shows, avoid committing crimes again and lessening that percentage of being re-incarcerated. It was absolutely incredible. Now, I don't have any video or anything to share with you because that's not what this was about. Jelly Roll made sure that everybody understood this was a very private thing. He wanted to be there to recognize the inmates had put in the hard work. Genesee County Sheriff Chris Swanson actually talked with ABC 12 News and said, yeah, no, this whole thing was to be kept under wraps simply for our group of individuals and celebrating their success.
0: Uh, His team has asked that for those that are going to be, even in this staff with me, that there'll be no phones, no private interviews, there'll be no concert outside the jail, Uh, but he is going to participate in the graduation of IGNITE.
1: And that's what he did. Last Tuesday, he served as the commencement speaker. He even performed a few songs, again, not once publicly, just saying, listen. I've been here as well. In fact, Jelly Roll received an education while he was incarcerated but never got a formal graduation ceremony afterward and felt so strongly about celebrating this hard work. It's really incredible and I think a huge reason he is as successful as he is. People love what this man stands for.
0: Yeah, what a redemption story. Mm -hmm. Plus, he killed it at Jingle Ball too, by the way. It was awesome. All right, Chimini, this is pretty cool. There is a... uh There's a holiday visitor here, but, you know, not like your in-laws. There's a moose on the loose in East Grand Rapids, specifically on Woodlawn Avenue in East GR, although he is five feet tall and stuffed. Cheryl uh, Grant, she's a 20-year resident on the street, said she didn't really see this one coming. Back in the pandemic, this moose landed on her porch, but then took off, and now This moose is visiting every child on Woodlawn Avenue. Cheryl thinks, though, that he comes from a very special place, telling WZZM. During the pandemic, this moose appeared on our front porch, and she left us, and she ran away. You look for the moose in the morning. She kind of keeps an eye out on the neighborhood. I think the moose comes from in here. In our heart, you know, but the kids who have all had the moose show up on their porch there on Woodlawn now. Well, they've got their own theories. We you know it came from someone because no one, no, not a ghost, could put it on their doorsteps. I thought it was just a new decoration. Him. I think he's one
1: of Santa's not helpers, you. too.
0: You know, all solid leads, if you ask me. My Maybe.
1: best friend's daughter. Has seen the moose, has seen and the she moose. has her own theories about it. And I just think it's one of the most magical things out there.
0: Well, it'll remain a Christmas mystery, but for sure, bringing some more Christmas magic to this neighborhood in East Grand Rapids. And just love to see something like that just uh, ignite the imaginations so of kids here. Feeling good comes at you twice a day. Always here to pick you up and point out something awesome going on out there. We'll do it again for you tomorrow, six forty-five and nine twenty. On Star 105.7. Mac and Schmitty in the morning. Weekday starting at 6 a.m. on Star 105.7.